Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 71. We're going to do a little bit different here instead of jersey numbers this time. We're going to do 1971 champions. So that was Kareem's Milwaukee Bucks, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Baltimore Courts, Colts, excuse me, not Courts, and the Montreal Canadiens were all champions in 1971. So shouts out to all of them. Congrats. Got to remember them. And uh, someone that we always remember sitting next to me, as always, Big Dill. Dill, how are you tonight? Mm, having a good old, I don't know what day it is this week. I think it's a Tuesday. Yep. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Opening night, brother. NBA Tuesday, opening night. Tuesday is a doozy. But uh, ready to, for a little pod? Ready for some 1971 uh, highlights, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Other than that, just ready to ready to get after it tonight. <clears throat> Mr. Doge, all the way from Cleveland. How are you, buddy? Doing splendid, man. Got some some pod in front of me here on my phone and a little sure. NBA on TNT in the background. So can't complain, brother. We're we're ready to roll. Yeah, nothing better. We're back, just like the Nets, looking good right now. <clears throat> looking good next to me. Special guest tonight. You're gonna love him. You know it. It's Big Spencer Ware, also known as. At Spencer is where on Twitter. Check him out. Great follow. Big Spence, how are you tonight, brother? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Looking forward to the NBA takes. Maybe a little uh, sneaky trivia in there, Maybe. potentially. You never know. Uh, just uh, in case he pops on for something wild there, we got Mitch Butler in the peanut gallery over there rocking the Jalen Brown jersey. So he's here live with us. Not sure if we'll get any of his thoughts. Maybe he'll answer a trivia question. You never know. But, uh... Before we get into our NBA specific podcast here, we got to do one thing first, and uh, that's warm it up. So we're gonna give it to the guest. You know he's got to come in, you know, warmed up, make sure that he's ready to go for the show. So let's hand it off to Spencer here. Big Spence, can you warm it up for us? College basketball is back, baby. Oh yeah. With Gonzaga rolling through the early season, I think this will be the year that uh, they get the title, especially with the Blue Buds. Struggling like they are, Kentucky one and five just to, just dismissed a player. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Very interesting. I don't know. That's I Gonzaga definitely looks real good right now. Yeah. So we'll see if they can hold on to that. Um, <clears throat> let's go to uh, let's go to Doge here. Doge, why don't you warm it up for me right now? Sure, had to throw in a little golf action here. Oh uh, sure. You know, we got to see Tiger Woods and his son Charlie. Uh, playing in the PNC Championship this past weekend, little two-day championship. Yeah, looking uh, nice. Father-son tourney with a lot of the pros. Uh, typically, they bring in their dads, but Tiger elected to bring in his son, Charlie, 11 years old, youngest player to ever compete in the tourney. Uh, they didn't wind up winning. Wound up finishing seventh, I believe, but uh, Charlie was looking pretty damn good, dude. He, uh, he even had a Second shot on a par five, put it four feet away from the hole. Eagle. Then made his own eagle putt. He stepped up. He said, nah, I got this one. That's Drained sick. it. So, dude's got ice water in his veins at, uh, at 11 years old. Pops so, is flowing. Wouldn't be surprised if he fell, uh, you know, followed in his father's footsteps a little bit, just being a solid golfer, and we'll just see where he goes. But fun to watch. Certainly looks like it. Super cool moment, even if he doesn't want to be a golfer. Like, just cool to see those guys getting out and play together, but... Based on that swing and the same like kind of mannerisms, looks like he's oh. probably going to be a golfer. I don't know uh, about that for sure. But uh, big deal. I know you're itching to warm up. You always are. What do you got here for us? 
A little hockey, hockey, what's your talkie? You know, that's what I'm going out with tonight. Uh, NHL sure? starting up January 13th. We're used to basketball and NHL coming back all in one. Uh, they're a few weeks behind with a uh, little bit of a revised scheduling technique used here with 56 games being played. Uh, all division games. They did some realignment mm. where all the Canadian teams are in one division. So a little bit interesting there. Uh, obviously, that's for less travel, um, especially between Canada and the U.S. with the restrictions right now. Mm. And just recently mm-hmm. saw that they're changing a big rule here due to the amount of coaches' uh, challenges and how long things are taking um, with the controversial offsides call. So instead of having a player where their skate has to be on the blue line um, in order to Mm. possess the puck without having an offsides call, they're changing it so it's the plane of the blue line. Very interesting. So we'll see how that pans out. I know that Tampa, I feel like we've gotten... Kind of hosed with the offsides a few times in the last five years or so with big plays at the, um, you know, in the, the champions. St- well, like I'm saying, leading up to this year, <laughs> I see one they got like hosed. against the Penguins years ago, against the Bruins years ago, against the Rangers years ago. Take your ring and, and come on, guys. So <laughs> come on. Anyway, Jeezel. Ready for a little hockey? You know, love to <clears throat> love to talk talk. Race a couldn't hockey. pull it off either. Well, boys, I was hoping to have a little uh, FCC news for you, but apparently they pushed back the thought that they were going to have a big announcement about a player signing this week. They pushed it back to after January 1st, so be waiting on that. It'll be coming later, but I would like to say a special goodbye to Andrew Gutman, one of our favorite players on the pod, I believe, at least one of my favorite players. He got selected by Atlanta in the re-entry draft. So he'll be playing for them or potentially going back to Celtic, but he will not be on FC Cincinnati anymore. Uh, great left back for us. Yep. So It's a loss. Big yep. time loss. Another position we have to replace now too, which is kind of a bummer, but hopefully old Gerard's got a plan for us. So in uh, NGN we trust. So moving on to our first quarter before we get into the NBA, because this was going to be an only NBA podcast, but an event happened last night. <laughs> That was too monumental not to talk about. Monday Night Football. The Pittsburgh Steelers come into town with the big old cocky walk. Dancing on your logo. 90% of the fans are Steelers fans or whatever it was, thinking that they're going to be cool, dancing on the logo. And Ryan Finley, Zach Taylor, and the boys (laughs) had a different story for them. Doge. Just give me your initial reaction to the game. We all know what everybody's favorite moment was, so you don't even need to discuss it. Von Bell just lighting up TikTok superstar Juju Smith-Schuster. And, like, oh, my God, what a perfect moment of the game. If it would have ended there, I would have been fine. But, Doge, give me your reaction after the Bengals pulled off an incredible upset here at Monday Night Football. Yeah, it was sweet to watch, man. You know, with with Geo getting his two touchdowns, a receiving mm-hmm. touchdown and a awesome. and a running Huge. touchdown. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, I was at the game in the wild card when we played Pittsburgh in prime time, and Geo got knocked so hard that he was just like lifeless on the field. Crazy, so right? To see, see him have this game against the Steelers, where he goes off against them. Uh, awesome to see, and it was great to see the defense stay. You know strong and 
and hold the Steelers back from scoring too many points. At the end of the day, you know, we had we had a few more points on the board than they did and caught the dubs. So yep. Gets us gets us a little bit better of a, nice. a draft or a little bit worse of a draft pick maybe with the three wins and the tie, but I'll take it. Nah, the Steelers they're going to hold tight. I don't putting think it because nah, the Cowboys won. is pretty freaking nice. I don't think it'll affect our stock, does. You're still getting Panay. Potentially. Is that what it is? Well, <laughs> you have Carolina and Atlanta with uh, five wins. Four, four wins. wins. Everyone yeah. else has four wins, <clears> and then <throat> the other teams have just the one. So we were going to stay locked in with two or three, no matter what. So it was kind of a win we could have afforded to get. But now we need to Well, if stand we catch pat. another win here in the next couple weeks, we have that tie that could bone us with the four win teams. I agree. I think that was the one that I think we're going to. We know what we're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> we do well, what we I hope to so. Do. I hope so. I hope so. If we go off and rattle off two more freaking wins, uh-huh. I'll be pissed off. I'll just say it that much. Like, that yeah. was a perfect win. It was a perfect just Christmas gift. End the season there. It didn't, like I said, it didn't mess up our draft stock yet, as long as we don't win our next games, which, <laughs> please, goodness, please, no. Um, <clears throat> and we beat the Steelers, who just think they're the shit for some reason. They suck. Like, it's perfect. It was so perfect. I we, agree, Doge, though. Historically, I love that. They've Hopefully Ryan number. Finley doesn't get real hot here. He will. That game plan will not work against other. He's teams. got a noodle arm. They he just weren't ready for he it. He can't think. throw. No, he cannot throw. I mean, yeah, I think they just overlooked that game a lot too. I think so. so like too. we've literally beat the Bengals when they're way better than us, and like we still dominate them. It's a bad day for them. I mean, that's a huge win for the yeah. Bengal franchise in the sense of like, okay, like we have some players. Like, we can make plays, and I think with Joey B at the uh, the helm, I mean, like, it would be a pretty solid team. Dude, that would, yeah, he, it would have been so fun to see him out there in that game, just because Ryan Finley was dicing him up. Like, imagine our, our franchise kid, quarterback just slicing him And, like, him minus the bad game that they had against Dallas, where Dallas's defense just stepped up and really Andy made Dalton the difference. Just on fire. They've, looked, just, they've looked fine. We look all right, yeah. We need some pieces. We need Joey B, that's for sure. But what a great win. Helped out the Brownies, that's for sure, Dill. So that's huge. Good shout-out. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so let's do a quick little NFL, just like one more quick thing before we move on to NBA here. Let's go our top five teams in the NFL right now, necessarily our power rankings. So um, you know what? Let's give it to Big Spence here. Give me your top five. At For sure, ne- or do we want to go like all our one, two, three, four, like in a row like that? Like read off all of our number ones, our number twos, number threes. Like what do you guys think? Let's go. Let's just go man by man. I man think so man. too. Give, give your five. Put it on a man, Spence. Who you got? Uh, at my five, I've got the Saints. Um, I think their defense is still good, and we'll see if Drew Brees can carry them. They need to, they need to involve Alvin Kamara a lot more than they did against the Chiefs. And uh, so they're my five. Yeah, at the four, I've got so the Seahawks. Um, Russell Wilson's kind of cooled off from his early MVP onslaught of uh, the teams, so we'll see. Their defense is kind of beat, but I, I, I still Russ, I still believe in Russell Wilson. He's good, man. And my number three, I've got the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is doing pretty well, and then Aaron Jones is a stud, Devontae Smith, and all them. Mm-hmm. And then at the two, I've got the Bills because I think Josh Allen is unbelievable. He's so t- such a talented, and Stephon Diggs is just an absolute maniac in the receiver. And their defense is getting pretty good, and I'm a big believer in Sean McDermott. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. number one, I mean, nobody yeah, else, on. it doesn't matter. It's the Chiefs. 
Oh, not the Jets. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. They don't even have the number one pick. <clears throat> Jets are bad. It's Bears. Chiefs are just... Uh, Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen, if not the best already. Too elite, man. Um, <clears throat> I'll just read mine then real quick. Uh, top two are the same. Chiefs, undeniably number one in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> the Bills are number two. Josh Allen having potentially MVP season right now. I mean, he's up there. He's having an incredible year. Absolute stud. Um, just really winning games for them. The Stephon Diggs trade looks amazing. So I think they're maybe one of the only teams that can compete with the Chiefs. So I've got the Bills number two. Um, I'm going to flip this now. Ah, no, I'm keeping it. Put it on it. Saints are number three right now. I think they had a, had a tough, couple tough games, but they looked... Not great against the Chiefs, but they did hang in there. They almost kind of they almost won that game. Drew Brees is going to start getting in a rhythm. Hopefully, he certainly doesn't look like the Drew Brees of old, but maybe he can dink and dive. He's got one more run when in they him. get Michael Thomas back in the in the uh, yeah. the postseason too, because he was out as well. So that might make a difference. Um, a team that I'm thinking about replacing them with is the Packers. Packers are super good this year. Their defense is quality. Aaron Rodgers seems to be very in tune with his receivers. Tanyan seems to be a big um, addition to them at tight end. And at number five, I'll say it, boys. I'm not afraid. The Cleveland Browns. They look very good right now. Their run game is incredible with that two-headed monster, Chubb and Hunt. Baker's making all the right plays right now, looking really confident, got some good swagger to him, and that defensive line is really busting stuff up. So I like them right now. That certainly could change. The Colts are certainly right, right there with them. Titans. Titans are right there with them too. Um, <clears throat> the Ravens, I don't think, are there, and maybe the Buccaneers, but they didn't look too great against the Falcons right now. So I just, it's those are tough. But I like the Browns right now. I think they're playing the best football out of those those groups that I was considering there. So, big deal. Anything uh, different here? You got a little different order. Give me your five. All right, starting from the back end, this could change after this week with the uh, Packers-Titans matchup, but I have the Titans 5. Okay. Tannehill's playing uh, out of his mind. Derrick Henry's a beast. Tannehill, yeah. Their defense is the suspect part of the team, which is abnormal for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were really solid last year. Angles sliced them, man. Yeah. The Browns slice them like they're yeah. they're getting Brown beat up all them. around and yeah. and the Titans have the most points or most games of forty points mm. this season with four, so I mean they're lighting it up on the scoreboard and thanks to uh, Doge's fantasy football team Derrick Henry has scored a hundred thousand points this year, um, sure. so he's playing pretty well. Um, <laughs> the Packers at number four for me, I still don't have that trust. If they're down, that they're going to come back. I just don't know if they have that grit. Um, I think that if they get a lead early, I think they can hold it um, and extend it potentially. But I think if they're down late, kind of like how Lamar has that like weird thing, if he's down, he can't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just the fact that they've been scoring. Like They only had three points in the second half against Carolina. And Carolina is like, they're okay. They've they're, had, not, they're like all right. Yeah, right. And they're not anything special. They aren't going to get kind to the playoffs. They're kind of a tough out, but they're they're beatable for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've lost a lot of close games. Teddy Bridgewater is Teddy Bridgewater like um Matt Rule in his first year like the beating them by 8 after going up 21 to 0 or scoring 21 in the first half as efficiently as they did and only scoring 3 in the second half. Like that's that's a problem that could rear its head in the playoffs. 
McCaffrey is vital. I think Bridgewater just keeps covering all the unders. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just yeah. unbelievable. Every single but uh, number three, I think that the Seahawks with a uh, Hall of Fame potential, probably a lock, potential. I would say. Easily. Come on. With both the coach and the quarterback. I mean, yeah. I, I think that, you know, with Pete and Russ, um, I'm never going to count somebody out, no matter how bad the defense is. With your point earlier, they won strictly off of his arm the first five or six weeks. Yeah. Um, was on pace to bre- uh, beat all sorts of records. Uh, he slowed down, but that's also because teams are adjusting because they don't have anything else. They the haven't run had, game's kind of weak, too. Haven't had healthy yeah. running backs for three years. Yeah, since Marshawn. Finally Bryant. getting some guys back. Chris Carson. Uh, since Dunlap has been on the Seahawks, they've had Freaking one of the best beat, defenses dude. in most um, categories statistically. So I put them at number three. I think that the Bills right now are just on a uh, heater of a streak, minus the Hail Mary that only DeAndre Hopkins yeah. could do. Um, you know right. they're going to be eight and zero in their last eight games, uh. seven and one. They're scoring like thirty plus in the last eight games. I mean they're doing much better. The defense is starting to come around because last year they were strong on their defense. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen wasn't super efficient this year. He's came up another level in his third year, where he's scoring at a better rate. He's not turning the ball over. He's moving the ball down the field. Key conversions like when they beat the Rams. Oh. Earlier this year, he was a stud. That was a killer drive. Yeah. Oh. Granted, some penalties had some you know help in there, but that's going to be part of any drive game. against the Cardinals too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he's shown it that he has that you know he's fortitude, clutch. if he's you will. Uh, and then number one, like you were saying, Mahomes. I mean, he's just special, it's undeniable, big red, it's special. I think that you know in the next couple of weeks, if the Bills continue to trend upwards and the Chiefs still have these close games, I think that could come into a uh, you know great if, game. If it comes into an uh, AFC, you know, matchup for the championship, I, it's a total 50-50 coin flip for me. Um, I mean, their defense needs to step up. Like last year, they stepped up. I think it was they're week, be so fine. Week twelve fine. last year is when they started. Just yeah. their defense was out real, uh, out real, whatever, outrageous, freaking out real, dude. Just real. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, they have so many weapons that it's like, who are they going to go to this game? It's a tough matchup for most teams. Um, Tyreek's unguardable. Like, I don't yeah. even know if he has this take, but only Max Kellerman would be like, the Chiefs aren't the best team in the NFL right skip now. Skip Bayless. That's a skip move. Skip, I feel like, would like the Chiefs. So. Yeah, uh, because he hates well, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's all in on the Spurs, though. So. Yeah. Dogemeister. Yeah. Yes, sir. Don't tell me you're with Max Kellerman saying the Chiefs aren't the best team in the NFL here. No, we've all got the same yeah, one. Yeah. I think we've all got the same two as well. Uh-huh. But I'll, I'll go in the same order. Um... I've got the Brownies at five as well. There we um, go, Doge. They've been playing well, like you said, Teach. Just command of the run game, which really opens up a lot of play action for Baker, which has been mm. uh, impressive. He's really kind of stepped into his role yeah. this year and done really well. Um, four, I've got the Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson just playing super well. Um, Spencer kind of touched on it. Had a really hot start. Um, slowed down a little bit, but... Um, come down to, to crunch time. I think that's a team that I can trust to, to put some points on the board. We've got the Pack at three, so Packers at three. And then, um, like you said, like everybody said, Bills at two, Chiefs at one. There's a big drop-off from the Chiefs, dude. They just look like they could do it again. Yep. Totally, dude. I mean, I, I, Kelsey's unbelievable. The only way I think they seriously – Seriously, I'll say it too. I, the only way I think they lose is if the Bills outscore them and Josh Allen is 
Unbelievable. Well, it's going to be like the, or if, like, the Browns Ravens, where it's the last possession. Rodgers, maybe. No too. one can make a stop. Like, if Rodgers goes bonkers or somehow Drew Brees <laughs> finds his arm, yeah. which I don't think so. Like, I don't think Saints anybody's going to be able to clock him like they've been before. Yeah. Like, it's happened before where, like, yeah. Belichick can, like, work him down. I don't think anybody. Maybe the Titans, if Derrick Henry just goes bonkers, but I don't think the Titans are going to nah. move past their first round matchup potentially, unless. Who knows? Either way, let's move on. This is an NBA pod, boys. We came here for for some hoops action. It's opening night. Real quick, second quarter. Let's do a little uh, rapid fire or quick little, you know, minute or so on two or three of your favorite moves or storylines here from the off season. So um, let's just go one in a row. I'll read mine first, and we'll we'll swing it around here. So. First one I've got, I'd like to say congratulations to Gordon Hayward. He joins Kevin Durant and LeBron James as the only two forward players, or I guess now three, to have two $30 million contracts in their careers. So thank you, Michael Jordan, for fronting that bill. (laughs) Um, That would have been not cool, I think, in that fourth year there. That would have been real tough. But Gordon Hayward's tough to lose. Really enjoyed having him on the team. He was just... Snake bitten with injuries the whole time. We never got to see him healthy, uh, even for one season, really. So, shame he had to go, but I understand why he wanted to get out of there. And if I'm him, you cannot turn down that deal no matter what. So, good for Gordon, and hilarious to think that his name is evolved with LeBron and Durant there for forwards anyway. with, like, 30 million bucks. Like, he's yeah. good, but he's not even close to those guys. So, um, just really funny there. And, uh... On top of that, real quick, Danny Ainge, Mr. Swindler himself, uh, pulling a trade exception out of that, NBA's largest trade exception. So we'll see what the Celtics can do with that. Um, But it'll be interesting to see what kind of player we can add. So very exciting news there. Big Spence, what do you got here for your your first topic here? Uh, The first one I'm going to talk about, Net looks like to be the team to beat. I mean, we're watching it. They're up 30 against the Steph Curry's. Warriors, the big Nets here. Yeah. yeah, they're killing them right now. Right, right. And uh, I just worry if Kyrie's gonna be able to keep his um, shenanigans to a low, or make sure this chemistry works it through a whole season. You know, we'll see if they get into a couple bad losses. What their um, team culture is gonna be like. Yeah, if you haven't, if you like the NBA and you haven't done yourself a favor to watch the two-minute clip of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant talking about post touches. Just go ahead and look at that. It seems like there could be something going on, but I also think that based on how they're playing, there's nothing wrong with them. So, very interesting video, though. Um, big deal. What do you got here for your uh, your second or your first topic? Excuse me. Yeah, so just kind of going off what you were saying, Spence. If they're all that kind of crazy, though, the team culture could be great. Yeah. Right. If everybody's Steve just Nash is just like, hey, yo, like this is what I've done in my career. Yeah. You know, just pay you know pay attention to what I'm showing you guys and go do your thing because obviously we have you here because you guys are great players. We think you're a championship team. Right. Right. So it could be out you know where they're just like unreal. But right. Um. So a couple years ago, I had this uh, little rev- uh, revelation to bring a, a team to Tampa Bay for the NBA. Ooh. In 2K, I think it was in 2018, 2019, something like that. Wow. We had the old Tampa Bay Palms. Oh, oh yeah, that's hilarious. You know, with the neon jerseys. I don't think they're going to wear those this year, though. Yeah. But, in real NBA, the Tampa Bay Raptors 
Yes. Ooh. Is that happening this yeah. year? Toronto is playing down in Tampa. They're not allowed this year. to play in Canada. So, they're so playing Tampa. the Blue Jays can't cross the country lines. <laughs> I hate that it's How'd the Raptors. Tampa? I don't know. It's the it's T. Strictly the T. Yeah. I think it's because they just played there. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, I hate that it's the Raptors because Tampa's obviously I'm an all Tampa guy, but I'm just not a big Raptors person. Like I just the last couple of years, bless you, got a couple sneeze bombs. I've heard of Woj bombs, but he, uh, he couldn't believe that you said you weren't a Raptors bombs. guy. He knew that you were all in on Siakam. Kyle Lowry. heard about it. Kyle Lowry, Pascal, yeah. Pascal. So I wasn't sure how I would bring a team to Tampa, but with COVID, you know, with the good good old COVID virus, you know, and a year later we have a team in Tampa Bay. So here we go. Big Dozier, give me your first topic here. We're about to snake this too, so give me your second right after. Back to back. Um, I'm I'm loving the new look NBA with the guard shuffle going around. Oh, yeah. Westbrook moving to the Wizards. Uh, pumping some energy into that team that's been a little lifeless with all the John Wall injuries and <laughs> yeah, Bradley Beal being upset. Right? So uh, I can't I believe they pulled that deal off. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, so I I think that's going to be a good move for for them. And oh yeah, I think, you know they they could just pump some energy in there that wasn't there before. Um, Wall moving to the Rockets, you know, hopefully if he can stay healthy, yeah. that could be something to watch for. But obviously, all sorts of issues with. Um, James Harden, you know, getting in fights in practice, wants a trade, so they're not going to be the same Rockets. Um, but would be nice to just see John Wall play again, so something to watch for there. And Chris Paul, you know, making moves to the Suns, bringing a, mm-hmm. a crafty like veteran in. Be uh, and he's joining the team that was the hottest team in the in the NBA bubble. So Should have made the playoffs. You know, yeah. would love to see him just off some passes, playing with those young studs alongside Devin Booker, and I think that'll be a fun team to watch as well. So uh, seeing some new faces on some new teams, uh, really something I'm excited for. My second one here, which you know we've touched on briefly just because we have the Nets here on, on TNT right now against the Warriors, uh, is just seeing healthy Kevin Durant again. Man, we, we need awesome. it. I hope he, hope he never leaves us again. Uh, just so fun to watch. Always Biggest an MVP caliber player NBA when he's healthy. History. So uh, loving to see... You know him back and scoring points right away. It's um, oh, for his first it, time dude. being in the East too. Wouldn't be surprised if they collect a lot of wins and they and they uh, put him in a place where he could be, you know, right at the top of the MVP talks again. So uh, really excited to have KD back in the league and, and healthy and playing here on the Nets. He looks so good still. Like it's crazy. Like ah, oh, it's awesome to see him out there playing. I I'm so happy to see it. Yeah, and just to slap him on a team that was already competitive when him and Kyrie were both out. Um, I mean, right. it's just gonna be it's gonna that's gonna be a fun team to watch. Their team is incredibly deep now. Which, oh yeah, and they added like guys like Jeff Green and some other you know bench dudes too. So, along with Karis Levert, Spencer Dinwiddie, I mean they're they're gonna be a real good team. So we'll see we'll see what happens with them. Big deal. Give me your uh, your second second point here. Uh, yes, yeah, so as far as, sorry, I was just looking up some Cavaliers. I forgot that we had JaVale, which is just oh, yeah. hilarious. Like, the guy just makes me geek out. Jacked and a fool. So, uh, other than the last game against the Knicks and the first three games of the preseason, our, uh, rookie Okoro has looked pretty good as a Cavaliers fan. You know, he's had some good points. I think it was like 18, 15, and 10, so, I mean, we'll he's, see. he's being efficient. <laughs> uh, you know, as a little preseason prediction. Oh. 
I think the Cavs are going to have like a 35% win record. You know, fighting for the 11th seed in the fighting East. Fighting for the lottery. Bad. Yeah. Lottery pick. So, you know. Who's their coach even? Couldn't tell you. No idea. <laughs> As a Cavs fan, Isn't couldn't tell you. Is it J.B. Bickerstaff or no, did they hire yeah. someone else? Uh, I'm going to have to get the stats team on it because I just, it is J.B. Yeah, get out of here, boys. NBA positive, boy. Come I was here. still hoping it was John, but John dipped out after half a season. So. Yeah. Couldn't I'm take it. Coro too, though, Dill. I think he's you know, quality, he's dude, for sure. He's gonna be getting a lot of minutes on the get-go too, because Love and uh, Chetty being out right away, no like he's else. he's gonna get some touches, and I think that'll get his feet wet. So mm-hmm. could be could be fun to watch him. Well, to start Definitely. the season with uh, Kevin Porter Jr., Kevin Love, Dante Exum, and Matthew Delvadova all on day to day. So. Hey, he's played well for if us. If you're worried about him, okay. man, you guys got problems. Australian Kobe. Well, look, all I'm saying is that... <laughs> That's I mean, what we they don't... said. That's what they said. Why do you think I'm saying we're going to get the 11th seed? Uh, like, I don't have high expectations, you know? But we will beat Charlotte tomorrow because LaMelo will not be good. Wow. Gordon Hayward, I think, is out too, so probably. Breaking news, uh, is out. Just Grant, Grant Riller. You're saying LaMelo will not be good in that game tomorrow? Correct. Why not? Mitch has got a point here. He's coming in hot. Whole lot of cap, dude. There's no way Lamelo Ball does not show out. In what are your stat line? That's my point. So stat line you. prediction from the peanut gallery, Mitch. What do you have here? I think he just has quick. Twenty percent free throw shooting. Twelve points, eight rebounds, five re. Five. five no. Is that five five rebounds, Eight assists. No. Okay, so just to be clear, it was twelve. Twelve points. Twelve. Eight. Five re- Five, eight, re- eight assists, eight assists, five, five rebounds. Jesus. No way. He didn't get his warm ups. So that's what it was. No it way. must have been. That's true. He didn't warm up. <laughs> Came <laughs> off the top rope from the peanut gallery. Okay, so he might have those stats, but he's going to shoot thirty percent, and he's going to be maybe fifty percent from the line if he turnovers. even gets there. I'm guessing seven plus turnovers because he's going to try to show out, like you said. I, I agree. I think he'll turnovers. have a lot of turnovers. I think so. Just say he's going to shoot 50% from the line, bro. 30% if he, from maybe, the field. Maybe the free throw line. Yeah, if he even gets there. Ah. It's so disrespectful that you think he's that much. <laughs> Doge better. didn't like that. Ah. Oh, dude. Hey, he's, he's all I'm saying. Good. I think he's just going to dish the ball out a lot. I don't think he's going to be I'm with you on it, Doge. Away. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's going to want to get next See, to the cut. I think he's going to have more like... See, yeah, he'll have some points. So I bet he has like... 10 points, but I could see him having, like, 12 assists and, like, no rebounds. I just like, think he's too big to not have that, like, at least one or two. Like, he's literally a 6-7 point guard. But he just has to want to go get him, too, though. That's Like, I don't know. He could. There's some big boys in the NBA. We'll see tomorrow. We will see tomorrow. Who's going to cover him on your team, though? Shit, I don't know. Dude, he's like, he's going to cover himself. Three. I'm telling you, he's, he's going to be bad. Game. I think I have a pretty good game. I hope you're wrong, Bill. I really do. Yeah. Me too. It's Big Spence here. Second topic, who you got here? It's kind of a question of two teams. Are the Sixers going to be able to work together with all these trade rumors going on, or is Ben Simmons going to go down in uh, lockdown mode? I think that they're going to be finally all right maybe because they actually have some shooters around them danny green also was not great last year in the playoffs like i predicted on this podcast ladies and gentlemen he did um but i think he'll still be decent seth curry 
on the other hand, will be lights out for them, I think. Ben Simmons, I believe, is top three, if not uh, the leader in three-point shots created last year. So I think you get Seth Curry on a lot of wide-open three-pointers. He might be banging Seth those Curry can light out. Them up. Yeah, he's a great three-point shooter. Um, so I think that'll be interesting for them. Al Horford getting out of there definitely important because <laughs> uh, they just clogged. Right, he just clogged up the lane for Ben, who needs to be driving to the hole way more. So I think that there is a chance that Ben Simmons is traded to the Rockets for James Harden, in which case I think he'll be very good. But if that is not the case, I think the Sixers will be pretty quality, but they'll be the same old Sixers. So losing the playoffs, yeah, probably second round. That's a Doc Rivers move. Uh, well, depending on who they get in the first round, like if they like, they could just Glenn, get like they could get Glenn the Wizards Rivers. in the first round and just be like, hey, <laughs> Westbrook and Whoa, Bradley Beal just going off. Like <laughs> Ben Simmons is a really really good defender though, so I think they really missed him last year in the playoffs. Dill, quick Sixers anecdote. Any thoughts? Did I cover it all for you there? I don't like him. Dill just doesn't like him. Doge? It's going back to last year, too. Don't like him. No, I, uh... I'll, I'll cover him a little bit more in some of our later segments, but I just, yeah, just gotta right. say, you know, it's it's not Doc Rivers anymore. It's Glenn Rivers, remember? There's only one oh Doc in Philly, and it's Dr. J. So, oh, boo. I agree. Glenn, Major that's boo. That's what Glenn said. Glenn did Glenn. say it. He did say that. Mr. Rivers did say that. Coach he, Rivers. He changed his name. He's always been Glenn Rivers. I'm saying, like... Yeah, but... He said what he's known for. He said, "Call me Glenn Rivers in Philly." That's one hundred percent true. Because there's only suck. one doc, Doctor J. They're gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, see, that's where I think. Like, I don't think Doc Rivers is gonna let. Excuse me, Glenn. Glenn. I don't think Glenn. Is, dude, maybe, maybe Glenn's gonna be a bitch. You know what? Like, because Doc Rivers wouldn't let Joel Embiid get all lazy in there and shit. He'd call in, like, Kevin Garnett to, like, come to practice and just, like, beat him up or something. So I think that Glenn is really going to motivate these guys, and they're going to be different. But we'll see. Peanut Gallery, quick Sixers. Good, bad. Eh, they're okay. Jeez, no love. Well, like a sixth seed? Tobias Harris's contract is such a shame. It's atrocious. All right, my second topic kind of relates to the Sixers. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> A little Tejas trade talk for you folks. James Harden currently remains a rocket. Um, apparently, I don't know what that photo was of him. You all know the photo I'm talking about. Goodness, did he look large. Um, oh, he's been in practice. Or? Yeah. That one. You know what I'm talking about, Dylan. The photo. Exactly. Okay. Right. <clears throat> James Harden apparently is throwing balls at Jay Sean Tate at practice in anger. Not a good sign. And uh, the Heat have officially backed out from trade talks with the Rockets. The Nets have kind of cooled their jets on it as well. They clearly don't need them tonight. Goodness. 111 to 77. Seven minutes left in the fourth there. But uh, the teams that are interested right now, 76ers, like we mentioned, so could be an interesting destination. That Joel Embiid, James Harden pick and roll would be oh so nice. And talk about two guys that could use a little more cardio, potentially. And I, coming from me, you know, what can I say? But 
<clears throat> those guys could use maybe a couple LBs to be shed. Um, <clears throat> the Raptors are interested, which would be very interesting. A trade package would uh, focus be focused around Siakam. So that would be interesting to get Harden in Tampa Bay for this season. Um, and then the Celtics have also been rumored package would be centered around potentially Jalen Brown. So um, I would prefer to keep Jalen Brown, but if James Harden does wind up on the Celtics, I will certainly be rooting for him. My goodness. <laughs> and if Jason Tatum and James Harden uh. are on the same team, that is a lot of offense and will be a lot of fun. So... I do not believe James Harden will be on the Rockets at the end of the season, so it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. The Nets also interested, like I mentioned, so they could be a very interesting team to, to pull out for Harden. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that there's no talks for Tatum. Yeah, no, no. Danny Andrew, Not even close. Danny Andrew, gotta be untouchable. Right. I think it's potentially Kemba or Jalen Brown would be the people. If the Nets are going to give up... I would say Kemba. I don't think that they get to pick. If they do, I totally agree with you. I love Kemba Walker. I love those One two of together, my favorite players. Love we can't split up the J team, man. No way. And like Jalen's more consistent, and he's... I don't know. I think he's going to have a big year this year. His ceiling is a little bit lower than Tatum's, but his consistency isn't as but wide. But he ceiling. can be like... Not right. that... Like, wrong type of guy, but like... Think of this like role on a team. He can be like a Clay Thompson role on a team where he's like one of your top two or three guys, incredible, def- <clears throat> like maybe one of your best defenders. Jalen can yeah, okay. can hit a big shot when you need him to. Can kind of create some stuff. Like he's not as good as Clay Thompson. That's not yeah. even close. But he could fit that role Different on the player, championship but, team right. if the other guys are on like you know as quality as that team. Too. Like an Alex so. Caruso, right. Matthew Dellavedova. Right. 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 Exactly. But three tiers higher. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're with you. Kevin Love. We're all together here. I would be so upset if they traded Jason Tatum for James Harden. Like, oh, my it'd be a, God. No, no way. Danny Ainge wouldn't do that because Larry Brown. It's not even a question. Ass. It's not even a que- It's not even a thought. No. But. I really don't even think we're going to get him. I think it's going to be Ben Simmons for James Harden straight up. Eventually. Especially if the Sixers don't come, like roll out of the gate like smoking hot. Firing, yeah. I mean, I don't. Daryl Morey just I don't think it drools. Look good. Yeah, he drools Dar- over James yeah. Harden. He loves him. I don't think he would look good his, in that jersey. In his exit letter, though, you might. saw Daryl Morey. I think you look in the Ben Simmons jersey. would look sick in the Rockets jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. Daryl Morey in his letter said that James Harden changed his life. I believe that. So. Well, yeah, he became an. Plus, I let him just do whatever GM. he wanted. He was good before that. Darren Moore's always been a wizard. I didn't know he was with the Rockets since like 2006. He's with the Celtics before. Was he really? He literally, quick side note for all the fans out there, he worked for a law firm that law firm that was doing the deal where the new like Celtics were buying the team. And when they worked with him, they're like, you're amazing, we're hiring you right now. And then he did all this stuff and like presented them with all this data about all this stuff. Like, hey, if you do this and this and this, you guys can focus on this. Like when we were like winning our championship with like the like KG and Pierce and stuff, and so then someone else hired him from there as like their operations guy. And then he took over in Houston after that or something. So he's like, like been in the NBA. He wanted to be an owner of a team, but he realized that he couldn't do that. So he had to be like the GM to get all the control and do the stuff he wanted. Yeah. So, but he's like also super, super, super smart. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
I don't know. Interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I think Harden will not be on the Rockets, though. The only way yeah, Harden yeah. stays on the Rockets is if Christian Wood is unreal and Boogie Cousins and John Wall are like Kentucky level again, where they're just like, we're balling out. Yeah. In which case, that would be a lot of yeah. fun. That team would be a lot of fun with P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon there, too. Could be cool. Could be cool. Doubt it, though. Doubt it, though. <clears throat> We're going to swing it around here the rap, for the wrap. <sighs> Unfortunately, the Celtics rivals, boys, look like they've gotten a bit better this year. The Los Angeles <clears throat> Lakers... Goodness, man. They got way better, in my opinion. They did. <laughs> they had enough to win in the bubble and clearly showed it. They right. Just got better. And then they just added and Dennis then... Schroeder, who is going to be really good. Yes. They're going to hurt, be hurt by the loss of Rondo, but he comes in and, and perfectly fills that role. Um, a little bit younger, but maybe not as uh, you cerebral. know smart, cerebral there, if you will. Maybe not as – might be a better defender, though, because he's younger. So, And then they brought in Montrez Harrell, who is another incredible bench player. So these Six guys are both – yeah, six man of the year. Both these guys were finalists for six man of the year, so incredible bench play that they can have. Um, so that clearly they're the front runner this year for the the trophy. I think they're the favorite, and adding those two guys definitely solidifies that for me. The 76ers, like we were all been talking about, I mentioned earlier with their shooting, getting rid of Al Horford. Just the fact that they have Daryl Morey in the building makes me worried that they're just going to be not dumb. <laughs> Doc Glenn Rivers. <laughs> also a reason because Brett Brown Brett Brown I love Brett Brown but he doesn't know much about playing Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons like no dude you gotta stagger him you gotta run some pick and roll stuff like I don't know just not great um, with what they were doing there so I'm excited to see what Glenn, Glenn old Glennie can do um, with the Sixers I'm actually not excited but I think they're gonna be much better and not be as, as like soft as, as they've been in the past, in my opinion. Or they've just kind of been bowled over by the Celtics each year. Big Spence, what do you have here for your uh, kind of going right off it. topic? Is, uh, are we going to see, the, talking about the Nets, or are we going to continue to see the seven-second or less D'Antoni ball? And it looks like uh, it looks like we are. I mean, right now they're up almost 40 on the Warriors. I mean, they're so. smoking them, man. The bench... Hasn't been moving as quickly, but when KD and Ooh. Kyrie are in there, it's, yeah. they've been moving that ball quick. Who the heck was that? Oh no, Mulder. I don't even know. That was Who? a nice move by Mulder. Oh, it was Jake Mulder from Get the Warriors. Get the stash team on that, uh, yeah. Mitch there. If his Get name is Jake, is. I quit, and I'm going to play the lottery. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I think we might. That's why they brought, they brought Dan Tony there. Nash is there. Amari Stoudemire's there. Yeah. Like, their yeah. whole team is there. Mike Cal. Michael or Mikael, Mikael Mulder, Mikael Mulder. Good move, man. That was a good move. Really good move. Um, big deal. Mm-hmm. Final point here. Who you got? What do you got? Oh, I love your topic. <clears throat> actually, we we've talked about this earlier. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> love the extensions. Pretty much everyone is better than the. Where are we going? There we got. The Kyle Luzma's, I mean the oh, the Kyle Luzma's money. Coos, the Coos. Um, signing a three-year, forty million dollar extension. Now, granted, that's a shit ton of money, but cash. Money. Everybody is getting more in their extensions than him. I dude, I feel like he like Markel, Kennard. I know those are two I know off the top of my head. Do you head, think he's I upset? Do you think he's upset right now? Seriously, 
Or do you think he's like taking the? This is not how I feel like he is because I feel like he's kind of immature and just like selfish. So this is the. I'm taking it for not only like a less of a cap hit, so we can have a better team, more championships. Maybe LeBron's kind of getting to him on that factor, or I'm playing with the all-time great LeBron for his generation, our generation, the all-time great, and then the up-and-coming Anthony Davis, all-time great. That he's like, yo, I just want to play with these dudes because I don't know if I'm gonna get another opportunity in my career like this. Let me do this. I don't see him saying that. I just, I just don't, but maybe. Maybe that's all he could get. Well, if you've noticed, too, his was the first one to come out. So that's what I'm saying. Did he get tricked? Right. Like Old duped? Like, did he, like, get, like, oh, dude, this is whatever he's going to sign for, and then his comes out, and then all the other money is different? Like, Luke Kennard's making more. Um, oh, man, who are some of the other names? I was just like, Markel's making more. Like, yeah, Markel Fultz, right. Lonzo was offered more. But they had almost, like identical seasons as far as like the typical stats of like points rebounds assists like kuzma and markel basically played like the exact same season last year sure okay and, jonathan uh, isaac Markel's getting paid more so jonathan isaac four years 80 million he's gonna be really um, good but he's also hurt though Derek white four years 73 million quality dude uh ananobi four years 72 million People are saying he's... Kennard, four years, 64 million. People are saying million. OJ and Obi might make the all-star team, and I'm just like... I, Markel, three years, 50 what? million. And Anobi's one of those clutch sports guys, though, so he's got... That's true. Uh-huh. He's got Mav on him. I mean... He's got that ring money you, you can yeah. do, too. Tatum with the five-year 195 bagger? Well, that's just the bird, or the, the Rose rookie extension. Yep. The Donovan yeah. Mitchell got that, too, like... Yep. Bam got that. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Bam got the same as De'Aaron with five years, 163. Okay. So listen to this. It says, notable players who signed oh, an extension they before the... Monday. Bam, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, all of which are almost $200 million apiece. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma, three years, $40 million. That's... Granted, $40 million, I mean, like, what are we really... But with the NBA money, it's like... He's probably getting mass sponsors change. being on the Lakers. He's yeah. getting rings. He, you know, young guy living in L.A. Grant can't you do just got to think now, like but... he's sitting at home going like Luke freaking Kennard, dude. <laughs> yeah, I cannot believe Luke Kennard is making. Who more is Luke Kennard? Like, we're gonna find out who's better tonight when they play because they're facing head to head, boys. Are they gonna be guarding each other? No chance. Maybe yeah. though. They're both forwards, so yeah. hopefully they'd be just sick. light each other out. They both go for forty. Doge, what do you think about the Kuz contract? Um, you know, I think he definitely, as far as pay is concerned, like he's making less money than than people that are worse than him. But at the same time, and I'm not inside his head, but if I'm him, dude, I want to stay on this Lakers team. Uh huh. And if it's a little bit less money over the course of three or four years, like, and it's a little bit to them, it's a, it's just a boatload to us, but like. You know, it forty million over three years instead of the fifty, like to probably go out and win another ring in those three years, like. Right. I mean, that, they're probably going to win dude, and that and that may be the move for him. Like, I'm counting rings, dude. At the end of the day, like, I don't go back and look at how many like just crazy contracts MJ signed or Larry Bird signed or 
you know, don't you don't like, fucking put Kyle Kuzma's name with those two people, Doge. I'm I'm I might mute your ass like, for the rest of the night. No, Get out of here. That, oh my rings, god. He's not an important player to that ring, though. He's not uh, the same caliber where they're going to be like, well, you know, Kuzma, he's top 50 because he's got four rings. Like, he's not that person. Okay. But then why does he need the extra money if he's not that kind of caliber player? He's just trying to win rings, dude. I would. He's not the same caliber as Larry Bird and MJ. That was no. a fair comparison. Mm-hmm. I understand. It's just he's the times are... The no times one's are ever going to argue Kyle Kuzma's a, 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 like a great player, is my point. So the rings, like, he, yes, he should be stacking them. He should be getting them, but... Brandon Ingram's better anyway. I don't, I don't know. I mean, what is this, like, his third year in the league? He's been in the league for three years now? Mm, a little bit longer than that. Yeah, I think longer. He came in with Lonzo, so... Yeah, four. fourth. This will be this is his fourth season. Yeah, it's his fourth. So yeah, they've been they've played three. Okay, yeah. So he's played three. No, he's he's, so much of his career left. If he could have two or three rings, he's played longer that because he played with. He only played with Lonzo. He's gonna have Kobe played three seasons ago. Yeah, he's gonna have over 150 million dollars in contracts by the end of his career. That's what I'm saying. Especially with the cap going up, dude. What did you say? He's gonna have over 150 million from NBA contracts at least. I'm, that's we'll not the point. The point is that I think he's much better than the other people that have gotten these contracts, and I Marco think that Foles he's good. Bum. And I, I agree that he's taken the money to win rings. I just think it's funny that he is definitely better than Luke Kennard or Markel Derek Foles. White. I think OG Ananobi might be better than him. Markel Fultz is on par with him. I think Kuzma's better still, though. And he's got playoff experience. Like, I don't know. Like you're, everyone's saying, I'm sure he took the homer deal so he can win rings and play with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. So, in, in but his you career, can't tell me he's worth less than all those guys. Is my point. Sixteen points a game, five and a half rebounds, two assists a game. He's a decent defender. He's, yeah, he's okay. He's young. That's the thing where it's like he's gotten pretty strong. He's gonna be I'm a good to... bench player for them, I think. And then if once he gets the rings, he'll have more. It'll be like playoff. Ch- Experience and more teams will want him for the playoff experience. He could get the he could get the Harry Barnes treatment, dude, where he just plays well on a team that yeah. wins, just shows and gets fat stacks. I mean, yeah, certainly. Next contract in three years, we'll have to recoup and see how it goes. Maybe he has he, a player option at the end of it too. So, so in just, three years, he he's going to get the Lakers Homer mega deal. Wiseman just hit five, four shots in a row, all mid-range, one three. Four okay. plays in They're just four. letting him go? Yeah, he's just going off. Just Passed it out by down 26. Down yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, now they're just down 24. So. Yeah. Uh, Still nice. Go though. Warriors. Get him again. No, but Get maybe, again. maybe Kuzma's like, hey, I need to play f- to earn a little bit more money. I'll take the contracts. LeBron's probably going to play for a couple more years. AD's here. LeBron's way I'm going to pull the Dak Prescott. You know, contract where I believe in myself and I'll play into that max deal or something close at the end of these con- this contract. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I need to look. I at think it. if he goes to another team and takes more money, then the next few years are going to be more lackluster than if he were on the Lakers. And then he doesn't get that bigger contract down the road when he's, you know, mid to late twenties. Can they with, even with the cap even higher? With the- the contracts that they have, can they even sign free agents like in the next couple of years? Because like Lakers? he's under their contract, where if they're gonna be over the luxury anyway, they could sign him for whatever they want an extension. Like hypothetically, they could have signed him to the same extension I think that Jason Tatum got, but he's clearly not worth that much. 
No, he's not even close to worth that. No, much. but he's not. Like, that's not even a, a comparison at all. But because he, they've owned him forever. They have his bird rights. He can go up against the cap for whatever amount. So that's why I'm saying it's just as interesting that he took so much less. Is the only point which we all agree is because you have to stay and play with the two, like the best dynamic duo we've seen in a long time. Yeah. With LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I agree. Because who is not going to do that? Like Kyrie Irving. That's it. (laughs) Dozier, final point here before we head into halftime. Who you got? What do you got? Just wanted to talk about a few rookies. Keep an eye out for uh, first one, Dill. LaMelo. Oh. He's got keep saucy an passes, bro. He's gonna be he's gonna be one of the more fun rookies to watch this year, without a doubt. Um, you know, just just a little highlight reel with some of the some of the assists that he can he can bag, and uh, I think that'll be a fun one to watch. You know, like Spencer was just saying, dude, Wiseman filling in on these forward minutes, just a and center minutes that he's playing for the Warriors, dude. Like he's gonna he's gonna be fun to watch. Hopefully, the Warriors can. I can't believe I'm saying this. Hopefully the Warriors can play a little bit better than they are tonight. Uh, <laughs> I just want them to be a little bit more competitive. I don't know why I expected Steph Curry to just come back and be be hot out the gate, but uh, I think they can catch some momentum, and I think Wiseman's going to be a huge part of that. So keep an eye on him, obviously. And the number one overall pick, Anthony Edwards, uh, hopefully provides a solid guard combo with D'Lo. Had 17 points the other night in his preseason game, so he can make buckets, but, uh, you know, once you... Once you actually get into uh, the league and and show what you're made of in, in a regular season game, we'll see what he's got. Uh, I think it was Obi Toppin that said, "Yeah, preseason's just like rubber bullets. We'll have to see what it's like once we actually get against these these top dogs." Ooh, so, I like um, it. Who said that? Obi Toppin. Ain't no stopping. Obi Toppin. He said the preseason games are like rubber bullets. Jesus, not, the real, not the real thing. So. I love it. Just street shit. That date and toughness. Ain't no stopping. He's at New York, dude. Yeah. All right. New York tough. Folks. We got to get him. So keep an eye out for those guys. It'll be fun to watch. Next wave of of young studs, hopefully. Mm. And we'll we'll see what they got. No doubt. Looking forward to it. Aaron Neesmith on the Celtics. Peyton Pritchard. Gotta love him. Danny Abia on the Wizards. Jenny's going to be sweet, too. Yep. Okay. Uh, People saying. What's do for the Pistons? Killian Hayes, yeah, could be Except all right. Except he has, he turns the ball over way too much. It's turnover guy. We'll Lamelo, buddy, welcome no. to the show. Cole Anthony had a better performance than him that's that true. night, and they that's just right. played him one of those highlights. It's really dude. Funny. That's the thing; they aren't going to show him turning the ball over ten times a game. Right. Well, we They're going to show that one pass he had full court, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's fine. It's not a real like." He's going to be OB better said. than you think. He's going to be worse than you think. I think. You peanut gallery boys over there. Let's move to halftime. Dudge, you got the rock again. Where can we find our clubhouse-specific <clears throat> social media? You can find us on Facebook. It is the clubhouse. Twitter and Instagram both have the same handle. It is clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Cheap Seats Network. So catch us on, on those social media platforms. And uh, keep up with us when we're posting these new pods. So, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Keep them coming out. We're gonna keep them coming out. Big deal. Your time to shine, brother. Speaking of new pods, oh, uh, we got. <laughs> anyway, um, for Facebook, we got the 
Cheap Seats Network. Sure. Quite simple. Yep. Clear, precise, to the point. Yep, yep, Call yep. me Punctual T. D for Tej and Dill or Doge, the TDD. All right, Facebook, the Cheap Seats Network. Twitter, at the Cheap Seats SN. And Spencer, it's your oh. first try at guessing what SN stands for this week. Wow. Sports Network. It's a good guess. Good guess, brother. You would think. <laughs> you would really think. <laughs> Doge. All the way up in Klee. <laughs> what does SN stand for? Uh, Spencer knows. With right. nose being spelled. <laughs> I like it. Like uh, a nose. Like, like a... Right, yeah, because he was sneezing earlier. Spencer's nose. Spencer's nose. Okay. Yep. Teach, any other... Uh... I have smart newcomer. Oh. Here's Spencer. Well, not quite, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, SN stands quite. for Serial Nuisance of the Ravens. Fuck them. Every single time we're better than them or we need to win, they beat us, the Browns. They are the Browns. They are the Browns, and they've won two Super Bowls since they've left. This is That was the best one ever, yeah. So Twitter is at the Cheap Seats SN. Fell out of my seat. <laughs> Check it out. Quote, quote Dill. The Ravens are the Browns. Fuck the Ravens. <laughs> oh, sorry, I had to get a little <laughs> rated R there. Tell for us a how moment. you really feel. Fuck them. We played a spectacular game. We lose by five, and I lose the spread on a bet because of a freaking safety that we just threw the ball around. Lost by five. Like we were gonna lose. Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. Unreal. You guys went backwards forty-five yards on that play. No, it was not forty-five, Doge. You got all the way up to the thirty-five. No. Then you went out the back of the end zone. No. That is forty-five yards. I don't. I don't add up that math in my head. So you. So you didn't get all the way to thirty-five. Is what you're saying. Yeah, something like no that. No one out the back of the end zone. Correct, yeah. We went negative 10 yards in my mind. Ladies and gentlemen, we're moving on here to the third quarter. Great halftime. Yeah. That performance <laughs> was special, you know. It's like Super Bowl. It was, it was. It was an all-timer. It was a live event. All-timer. <laughs> we have got NBA opening week preview here. Just give me some predictions. Give me your favorite games here on Christmas Day or opening week. We'll swing it right back to you, Dill. Who you got here? All right, so for opening night, I'm going to go ahead and take the Nets on this one. Um, <laughs> Are you sure, dude? Steph Curry might come out. <laughs> you never know with that trigger. Wiseman starting. Uh, First guy since Steph- Joe Smith in 1971. Just kidding. I don't know. It was 71. I think it was like 96. It was 71. It was 85. Was? Joe Smith played in 85. So we have 71 85. <laughs> All right, so it was somewhere in the last 40 years, potentially 50 years. Um, No, I just wanted to say that because I thought the Nets would look pretty good tonight, and uh, we have no idea what the final score is going to end up being. But anyway, (laughs) for the uh, Lakers-Clippers tonight. 95, Joe Smith. The 96 was close. Bullshit. 71. You said 85. I said 95. Bullshit. (laughs) Whatever. Serial Um, nuisance. (laughs) Fuck them. Jesus. So the Lakers versus Clippers. Take the lake, daddies. They're going to take the Clippers to the pond, put them in the lake. 
All the lakes in California. There are a lot of lakes in California. There's a lot more in Minnesota. Well, sure. They more than I one can't lake dispute that one. <laughs> what? They more than one lake but, in California. Give me your favorite Christmas Day game, Dill. We don't have time for this nonsense. Okay. We already know who won the damn Nets game. Yeah, but I was predicting <laughs> Lakers, and that was opening night. Lakers um, are going to kill them. Yeah. Kill them. Ring night? <laughs> They're not putting the banner up, Will. So... I think that uh, I think that seeing the Mavs Lakers will be a great game. Ooh. I want to see. I want to see. Cannot wait, wait for that game. I want to see the Don. What time is that one? That's got to be like a six That's o'clock. That's three p.m. one, isn't it? No, it's like the eight. Is, it, is that the? Um, I think it's eight p.m. Stats team. Stats team's on it. They're in order speak. of their being played. Right. Oh, That's okay. why I was thinking maybe six. Clippers and Nuggets would be good too. Calling eight p.m. Bro. Eight p.m. Oh my! You knew the Nets Celtics were five. That's because I know my Christmas Day hoops, dog. Well, my favorite days of the year. Nuggets are beating the Clippers, too, again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a even spread right now, so I'd put some money on it if I were you. Doge, prediction of this Lakers-Clippers game, favorite opening week game or Christmas Day game? Did you see that? I think the Lakers are yeah. No, it was Kelly Oubre. Oh, I did, yeah. Sorry. There was a no, no, spectacular no. dunk. They- Go ahead, Dill. This is, this is your moment. Serial news. Freaking peanut gallery over here just commenting on dunks that we've already seen. We'll do it live. I think the Lake Show's taking it tonight against the Clips. Obviously, anyone listening to this pod will already know the result there. Yep. Um, Christmas Day matchup. My faves gotta be Mavs Lakers, dude. Give me some Doncic. I'm back into fantasy basketball for the first yes. time since, since sophomore year of college. <laughs> Only second time ever. It's a dynasty league. We keep everybody. First overall pick, I took Doncic. So I, I got to see him in action, baby. I need it to be good. Give me some. He's going to be like the MVP, dude. He's going to be so good. Oh, yeah. I would love that. It'd be <clears> great for my fantasy team because he's going to be the only thing that's that's keeping it afloat, I think. Ooh. I really like my team in that league, Doge. I'll be honest with you. But I'm, we'll, we'll I'm see. very eh about my team, except just knowing that I have Doncic for life. I like my players in fantasy. I don't like to root for them in real life, like almost like top to bottom. <laughs> <clears throat> so we'll see how that turns out. I might have to start trading people. Um, <clears throat> Big Spence. Spencer is where? Where do you place your favorite game here? Ooh. I think the Lakers are going to win tonight, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Mavericks and the Suns. Tomorrow night. Ooh, that is going to be a sweet game. DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre, oh man. Devin Booker versus Doncic, that's going to be a great matchup. Two great point guards. Chris Paul versus Doncic, too, up there. Yeah. Going to be great. No Porzingis, unfortunately. That would make it even nicer, but, you know, it's all right. Um, So, which Celtics game do I like better, guys, for my favorite game? Clearly the one on Christmas. I very much am disappointed that Kyrie Irving gets to skate by with no fans in Boston the first time he decides oh. to play. Of course there's no fans. so It'd be dangerous. If he just A lot of sage would need to be burned for that one. A lot of bad juju in there for him. So uh, Really looking forward to that one. I think the Lakers are going to smoke him tonight. Ring night. I just think it's not even going to be close. LeBron's looking good already. Yeah, those are clean looking. Yeah, they just look guys. like they're ready to go. It's they're playing in their house too. It's not the Clippers' place. Like it's just not. 
LeBron's just wearing. Do they need to just build a separate? Maverick Suns is going to be sweet. They, they are. Mavericks Steve Lakers is also going to be sweet. And do not sleep on opening game Christmas morning. I know the peanut galleries can be ready for Ooh. it at noon. The New Orleans Pelicans versus the Miami Heat. Zion versus Bam is going to be a Unreal. great matchup. I think Zion being top 20 I think player he's in the NBA. Ready to go. Oops, sorry, dude. The, the list was ridiculous. Some of that list was He's going to show out for sure. All right. Mitch, peanut gallery real quick. Yep. Favorite game opening week? I mean, it's the Pelicans. So you're going, okay. Yeah. That's a nobody, homer pick, isn't it? Nobody wants Pelicans to watch guy? Warriors Bucks. Yeah. Like, that's mm. going to be the nap game, I think, for me. Based on how the Warriors look right now. Yeah, 230. Yeah. I could uh, care less about the Bucks. I think the Bucks suck. I think they're going to be better this year. Drew Holiday is real. He's a real man. I just hate. I don't like Giannis. I think he's fake. He's fraudulent like the Steelers. I know you're not a Giannis guy, but. I guarantee you Giannis will not be the MVP. You can put that on wax right now. Guaranteed. Will be? Will not be. Oh. Interesting live update. Josh Gordon has a setback in his uh, substance abuse program. What? Unbelievable. Not be allowed to play or practice indefinitely. That guy cannot catch a what damn a break. What a freaking bummer, dude. Golly. The Seahawks have been giving him so much opportunity. Yeah, flash board. Oh, dude. Some serious help, bro. Well, it's good. Yeah, he needs because marijuana is no longer tested. Yeah, it's got to be something else, which is not good. Because <laughs> if it was marijuana, it wouldn't be an issue anymore. Yep. So now it's like something really. Like, come on, Josh. You can't just say it's it's weed anymore, Josh. Like, no. come on. Anyway, oh, didn't tough. mean to derail it, but that was. I thought that That's was big news. They got decapped. Sad. They're all right. Clippers Nuggets will be a great cap to Christmas Day. By the way. Game I won't be watching, Saints-Vikings on Christmas. Not a chance I watch that. <laughs> nah. No, well, look, all I'm saying is that that game... Vikings need that. 4.30, yeah. right in the middle of your game, not happening. No. No way. And, like, the Saints are kind of boring to watch now. Your Vikings... He's throwing javelins back there. And, like you said, they haven't been using Kamara. Mm-hmm. If they used him like they used to last year and two years ago... They'd yeah. be fun to watch. They need Michael Thomas to come back and be Michael Thomas. They need Taysom Hill to sit down and never play. But, all right, Whoa. boys. No more football. It's hoop spot. Moving on to the fourth quarter here. Tankers, prankers, and bankers. We're going to all go around and say maybe one or two of each here, depending on who we have. Hey, let me just tell you what these categories are. So a tanker... Is a team that's offable. We're expecting them to tank. Almost certainly a lottery pick. Um, a pranker is a team that looks really good on paper, but is inevitably not going to let it, you know, let you down in the playoffs. Or excuse me, they are going to let you down in the playoffs. They're not going to get by. And then a banker is someone you can bank on being a contender this year. So let's go around and give a tanker, then a pranker, then a banker. Maybe one more after that. So. Um. I'll switch it to you, Doge, first. Give me a tanker you've got this season. The New York Knicks. Yeah. I was just looking at them. Yeah. Dumpster yeah. fire of an organization. Tibbs ain't it. They got a little bit better with World Wide West, but yeah, it's not good. No. And listen, I I, I hope Obi Toppin does well. Ain't I no stopping. He, I hope he comes into his own there, but, uh, dude, just been so brutal to watch them year after year and i just don't see it being any different this year they haven't done anything to make me really think otherwise so right i feel like that's almost a lock for the tanker Mm -hmm. 
I'm with you. I'm with you. Big Diller, Tanker. <clears throat> Say it, dude. The Timberwolves. Just not feeling it. They can't afford to be. They don't have their pick. Just, even though they're going to be. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I don't like them at all. I have all. no trust in them. No trust. I feel so bad for Carl Anthony Towns, and I feel like he's just not going to be motivated to play this season. It's going to be such a bummer. It's going to be her with an injury lingering all year. Just sit out. Just it's like 17 people or like whatever it was. Like, Seven in the main family. Right. That's, that's, that's such a shame. I hope I hope that he finds his love for hoops again because I know that he said. I hope he, I hope he just overcomes it. Just me too. Way through the adversity. I know that he said that like a big reason why he's bummed out is because he loved his mom at the game so much, and obviously she passed away. So like, right. Hopefully, you know, he can find some fuel in that or something, or you know, you know, find a better way to go. Like you're saying, Doge, overcome that. But either way, he's such a good player. I'm sure he'll he'll be all right, but. I don't see them being a great team this year, like you were saying too, Dill. Big Spence, give me a tanker you got this season. I got the Cavaliers. Yeah. I yeah. just think they're going to be bad. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another interesting tanker for me, the real quick, is the Rockets. I think if they trade James Dude. Hard, that mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know about John Wall. I hope John Wall is so good, but I'm worried. They're going to be bad. I'm worried that that trade is going to just look so bad for the Rockets, especially if Harden's gone too, and they're like, what do we even have? And here? what do we know about their coach? Uh, he was the Mavericks like guy who ran their offense, and they had the most efficient offense in NBA Wait, history last year. But how is no, that going to implement with oh, their Luka. team? Like, what? I'm just curious how it's Harden doesn't implement. like him, so it's like... That's what I'm saying. Like Your number one doesn't like they him. That's going to be tough. Exactly. That's a big reason why he wants bad out. Bad chemistry involved. Big reason why he wants out. Genie, looking flashy. Um... So this team, I have literally zero idea what the hell they did this offseason. They let one of their best players walk for no reason at all. And they decided that, you know what? We're going to bring in a bunch of forwards for no reason at all. The Detroit Pistons are a major, major tanker this year. I don't expect Blake Griffin to stay on that team. If he does, I feel bad for him because I think he's still very quality. Would sneaky love the Celtics to swoop him with our trade exception. I think he makes too much money though. So, he's but close to a max, isn't he? I think he's making a lot of money. Yeah. But either way, I just they're gonna be bad. Sorry, Chuck. Shouts out. Um, a pranker. <clears throat> I'll give you my pranker this year, and it kind of hurts me to say this. I think because I like him. I like him a lot. And this means, by the way, that they're going to be very good, but they are not going to be a contender. The Phoenix Suns are a pranker this year. And I think Devin Booker really has got a chance. He's got to step up. He's got to be great. If he is great, they can be a banker, but I will not be banking on them to be a contender. I think they're going to be uh, maybe win a playoff series and they'll lose to one of the big boys in the West. But I think that they're going to be a very, very fun team to watch, a great team. But I'm concerned um, that they just don't have the wing play to get by some of the bigger teams out in the West, like the Clippers, the Nuggets, and obviously the reigning champion Lakers. So Chris Paul makes that team uh, go from a tanker to a pranker to potentially a banker. 
But without Chris Paul, like, they're just easily a tanker. So I'm glad Devin Booker's finally got a good teammate that he can play with for once. So if he can elevate himself, they can be good. But right now I've got them slotted in the pranker, hoping to be a banker category. Any any thoughts on that? Any Anyone disagree with the Suns? I saw some eyeballs pop up potentially. No? Okay, I, I like it. I think as a pranker, they're a great pick. I think they're a perfect, perfect pranker. That, that was going to be one of my teams. I was going to put some emphasis on Because I think they're good, but I don't think they're... I think they're real good, right. I don't think they're bankers yet. Still Spence? getting their degree. Pranker for you? Um, maybe. I, I, I think the Clippers, actually. Probably really? Probably pranker. I don't okay. know. I think that... I don't know if... I don't think the Kawhi-Paul George experiment's really working. I mean, yes, <laughs> he made a... But they even making the Western Conference Finals. I mean, no, the Nuggets beat them. They uh, haven't ever. Right. And, it, and they, right. they they're wow. claiming that this coaching change is going to make these wild differences, but he was on the staff last year during all this issue, and I think all these like demands are given to Kawhi is, is hurting the culture of the team. That's what I've heard. I've heard the, they're just kind of messed up in the locker room, so hopefully they can get some guys in there. Serge Ibaka is a big locker room guy. Yeah. Hopefully he can change yeah. that. I don't know much about Luke Kennard's locker room abilities, but maybe he can change some of that. Um, he shows I'm up sure on time. he will. He shows up on time. That's all but I'm knows. sure Pat Beverly's not the kind, of guy, the kind of guy who wants to like let everybody get all these concessions and stuff, yeah. especially for Paul George, who wasn't really that great. Kawhi maybe is understandable. But, yeah, either way. I have them more in the banker category, but they could certainly be a pranker based on if, if layoff P, playoff P comes out. Uh, big deal. Who you got for a pranker this year? Do I need to say it? Yeah. <laughs> I think the 76ers. I mean, like, that's... Uh. <laughs> like, one of the teams that, like, I just have zero faith in. If they trade for James Harden, are they a banker or a pranker still? They got to... I'm with you. I think they're still a they're pranker. Peanut galleries, pranker, no pranker. Way. Um, I, I think no they chance. have a better chance to be turned, you know, to become. I think a they, banker. I think they're a banker, even maybe right now potentially. Yes. I think that if I mean Joel, you guys are underestimating Glenn so freaking much. Uh, we don't know Glenn. I know we know Doc. I've I met. Doc. I met. Glenn? I met Glenn once. Glenn is a different personality. Glenn I don't know. Needs to be a different personality. I don't know if it's good or bad. I just think they're fake. I don't like Ben. I think him and Joel are not good together. Tobias is not good. Dude, I don't think they're good because Tobias is not good and Al Horford can't do anything. He was just in the way. He's supposed to stretch the floor and he just clogged it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, but... I think they're much more of a of a banker than a... They're much more of a pranker than a banker, but they're certainly a banker to me. <laughs> There's only a few teams that are, could be coming out of the East, really, like... I have three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not the Bucks. Bucks are definitely prankers. What? True Holiday is not a pranker. True Holiday is a. But they could be prankers. I think Bud's a pranker. But I was gonna say that's where the prank. Did you see those Hawks teams? Yes, I did. Right. So Mitch, seeing Lionel Holmes get a ring. You know what they say about the peanut gallery? Yeah. Doge, who's pranking you this year? I'm gonna have to go with my third choice, which kind of pains me. We already talked, you know, my uh, my original choice would have been the 76ers. We already talked about them. I uh-huh. think I think they'll make the playoffs, but I think the Bucks, the 
Nets, the Celtics, and the Heat are all going to be better teams than them. Mm-hmm. I think those will be, you know, obviously super early predictions. I think those will be the teams that make it out of the first round. Sure. Um, so 76ers yeah, were going to be my ones. Life. You know, Clippers mm-hmm. would have been my other ones. I agree that, you know, they look great. Mm-hmm. But when it comes push to shove, I don't think they would make a big push in the playoffs either. My third team then would, would be the uh, the Dallas Mavericks, unfortunately. I've got, got Ooh. Don Chichon. I'm with you, Doge. I can see it, you. I guess. He, he, could be, he could be competing for MVP and, you know, be up in those talks, but I think once they make it to the playoffs, they just didn't do enough in free agency for me to really make me raise my eyebrows and think that they might make a run, so... Hopefully I'm wrong. Doncic just goes off and scores 50 every night. My fantasy basketball team cruises to a ship, and so do the Mavericks. And you know that'd be great. But I think that'd be a that'd be a pretty crazy prank. Uh, I think they're prankers. I think they're going to be quality, but I'm right. Uh, I'm with you, Doge. I don't think they're going to be able to get past the the Lakers or the Clippers, Nuggies. So those are just with the wings. They're, they don't have the wing play. It's so yeah. tough. But I think Doncic is going to be a monster, so I think your fantasy team will be all right. I don't think you need to worry like about that. that. I like that. Um, give me your 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 banker or bankers. Give me a couple bankers since you've been going last year. Sure, no worries. Uh, I'd say that the Lakers are going to be a banker team. Defend the house. They brought in just solid guys like you were talking about earlier with uh, with Montrez and, and Schroeder. So. Right. Um, I mean, they you got to bank them in. They're going to be contending at the end of the year. And if I'm taking a second one, dude, it is the Nets. Like I said, we're very competitive without KD or Kyrie. Um, with both those guys coming back healthy, I mean, they've they got to be able to play some bankers. defense, though. Yeah, they have no defense. Oh, that's cool. Didn't let the Warriors score 100 points tonight, but I mean that's not saying a whole lot. I mean, they're from gonna, the Warriors I mean, yeah, being awful last year. Steph's back. They got Wiseman, but yeah, I I agree. But I think the Nets will be up there contending, so I'm banking them. I I don't know. Kevin Durant makes them a banker, but I'm worried about that team. Like they don't have besides maybe Jared Allen, Jared, you know DeAndre Jordan. But their their offense is gonna be lights out, dude. So it'll just depend on who they run into in the playoffs, I'm sure. But their quality, there's no doubt. They're a banker. I'd bank on them at least advancing around maybe two in the in the East for sure. Oh yeah. Um Big Dill. Got a banker for us. The old <clears throat> I just want the toppings from that pizza. Denver Nuggets. The OB toppings? No. <laughs> the Knicks are banker. That'd be unbelievable prediction. Jesus. No, I think the uh, I think the Nuggies, man. They're one of them. They're one of four. They're nice, dude. They're real nice. They're like I, I've, I've been in, in on Jamal for a minute now. I think Joker's going to be even better this oh year gosh. again. Unguardable. Um... They have something that they weren't able to obtain last year in a wild playoff run in the bubble. Um, they have so much grit, it seems like. Mm-hmm. They were out of so many games, and then they just came back, and it was like, yo. What? Jamal Murray just, a... from the depths of his gut, just pulled out oh some God. of those craziest so performances. Good. I think if he was healthy, it would have made a little bit of a difference. 
I still don't think they're going to beat the Lakers. Looking back at it. If they can trade Michael Porter Jr. for somebody like a Bradley Beal level guy or something like that, they certainly have a chance. But yeah. if they can't, then no. Probably not. I'm with you. Big Spence. Unlike somebody else here that thinks they're a pretender, I think the I think the Mavericks are... Ooh, we got a little showdown. Wow. The problem is the, the West is so deep, though. I think Luke is gonna. Luke is my dark horse MVP guy. Valid. Not even dark horse front. He's he's up in the top right. I mean, now. I love him though. He's not a dark horse. I think he. I think he actually has the best odds right now, Spence. Does he really? Yes. And yeah. even more. Yikes, Kyle. Jesus. Is that a sister? No. God, you guys are terrible. Like, leave family's brother. <laughs> Jeez. Um, we're having a little dang, roast over here. For okay. the, uh... Kyle Kuzma had to sell that ring to pay for his salary. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so lowly paid. <laughs> you guys. Is that how it looks Does Caruso? that not look like a Caruso? You guys are gonna geek right out here. when they extend Caruso more than than Kuzma. And Caruso's like just saying says the same thing. He's like, "Yeah, Lakers just told me whatever I wanted." So. <laughs> no. I'm sure, Le- I'm sure LeBron went right up to Kyle Kuzma, like to his house, and said, "Here's three years, forty million, player don't effing take it or leave." <laughs> like, like that's what it was. There's no say in it. And he's like, "Yes, sir. We're gonna win some rings. Hey, Why yo, not?" Yo, Kuz, uh, three or forty mil. Also a bum. Ah, oh, not a bum. She ain't a bum. I think that we have said most of the contenders. That we have, I will obviously homerly say Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown will be taking a step, and the Celtics will be contenders. It's not even them; it's Kemba. I know Kemba needs to just be healthy, and we'll be good because he just wasn't last year. Um, hopefully we can add somebody good. Tristan Thompson, I think, is gonna be huge for our team mm. as well. Um, but oh, man, he looks a lot like his dad. I like the Mavericks. I think they're 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 good. They're in the pranker banker category for me as well. I'm gonna go ahead and do it, Dill. I'm going against you. No, I can't because then the Giannis Which team? will get the third MVP. It's not happening. You think Bucks are bankers? I was gonna say it, but I didn't. No I didn't way. even didn't even say it. Because you're smarter it. than that. That's why I backed off. You you have watched a basketball game before. Okay, but a lot of the time that they've been bank or prankers is because guys like Eric Bledsoe and like he's still there, isn't no, he? No, traded for Drew Holiday. That's right. Who is That's dependable? Right. That's right. I am gonna go somebody here out of left field. I'm so glad I just remembered it. This banker, you can bank on it, in my opinion. The Portland Trailblazers. I think they're going to be very good this year. They have Nurkic back for the whole year. He's super important for them. They uh, added Robert Covington, another great wing defender. Who's the young guy from Gonzaga that went? Zach Collins? Yeah, he's been hurt like the, his whole entire life. Yeah. I've heard that. If they can get him back, like their whole t- basically if they're healthy, I'm with you. But think about this starting lineup. Seriously, you can run this five for a whole game if you wanted in – Go up against most teams. Damian Lillard, Gary Trent Jr., C.J. McCollum, Robert Covington, Nurkic. It's a very solid team. That's a good five with some good bench play. you got Melo coming off the bench. You've got some of the other guards they have. 
Um, I forget the rookie they picked, but I think that the Portland Trailblazers are going to be very good. Damian Lillard, sneaky MVP candidate, in my opinion, this year. So, I'm banking on them to be all right. They could certainly just be pranking me, though. So, there's a chance. All right, boys. Let's move on here to our our last thing we got, our buzzer beaters. We're going to end the show with these bad boys. Um... Let's go, uh, we'll go with you, uh, Big Dill. Who you got here? What do you got? All right, so, a <clears throat> couple things real quick. Sure, of course. Keontae Johnson. <sighs> yeah, let's, yeah. You know, Take hopefully, hopefully everything's good for him in his future, if he has any endeavors of going to the NBA. Um, you know, obviously that was a pretty scary thing with him just collapsing on the court Not and cool. being induced into a medical coma. Uh, I mean, he's a young guy, you know, not even for his NBA career, you know, potentially, but just as a young human being having those health scares, uh, it's very unfortunate being a Florida guy. Obviously that's something that I heard about and recognize immediately because he had a great run for us back in the tourney a couple of years ago. Um, mm-hmm. on other Gator news, throwing a shoe 20 yards downfield oh, was our Lord. kryptonite this year. Terrible. If that doesn't happen, we have the potential to go into the Alabama, uh, Alabama game, the Alabama game with one loss. Who knows what would have happened if we had the same out, uh, outcome with a back and forth game? No one could stop each other. You know, Big Twelve SEC matchup right there with high caliber offense, little Mac Daddy, and uh, Trask Daddy. So, dude, Florida. people are not saying anymore, dude. People are not no. saying Kyle Trask for Heisman anymore. And no way. No. I was, dude, anymore. Spence. I joked about that at the beginning of the year, and I've been joking about with them about it all year long. And like, as the weeks have gone by, like more and more publicity has gone on with Kyle Trask getting Heisman, and now it's just obviously it's dead. It's the so. efficiency of his throwing and team having three losses that's going to kill him. Well, yeah, it was the forty touchdowns that was going to maybe get him in there, but yeah. yeah. So, Mac Jones should win it. Looking, looking really? out to uh, yes. the Oklahoma Florida I think game. You could throw touchdowns so. to Alabama receivers, man. <laughs> we probably all could. I'm not as many as Mac Jones. He's very good, but I think he's that... going to be the next what? Greg McElroy. Oh, he looks just like him, man. Yeah. Also, a little shout out to Mac here with the. Hair swap with him and Trevor Lawrence. Absolutely funny. stupendous. Look up Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, hair swap. And it is... One's a girl, one's a boy. That's all I'm saying. So, it's very interesting. Have you seen it, Doge? I have not. You're going to have right. to send that to me. It's all a good right. funny photo. That's for sure. But that's my buzzer beater. I, I beat it. You guys are going to let me buzzer beat this show here? Go out on top? No, oh, we got to get Dozier. Let me add, uh, I'll play off of Dills a little bit anyway. Okay. <clears throat> Not only we had to worry about, you know, have to worry about how we threw away that LSU game by chucking a cleat down the field. Florida actually just got in trouble today with the NCAA. Oh, that picture is wild, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw that. I actually got an email from the Gators about it. They, uh, 
Yeah, they they had some self-imposed sanctions that the university took care of, but uh, some recruiting violations from Dan Mullen. They had some teams come down to Florida that were uh, not scholastic teams, but competitive football teams at the high school level that came and toured the facility, had some, uh, some meetings and contact with recruits that shouldn't have happened, even back to 2019. So... Uh, NCAA put the hammer down on them a little bit, not not nothing crazy, but put them on a year's probation. Um, took away a lot of their uh, recruiting that they're able to do in the next year, uh, minimizing it by a lot. The contact that they could have with recruits coming up. So uh, Dan Mullen kind of screwed the pooch on that one. Um, so unfortunate to see. You know, hopefully we can recover and keep the keep the program moving forward. It's gone really well so far, but uh, obviously not not the headline you want to see after you know an upsetting end to the year, rubbing salt in the wound there with a little NCAA violation to go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely not what you need. Um, <clears throat> so I will be going out. I've got a couple moves I'm going to pull here before my buzzer beater. So. Um, first I would like to say, I'll go with the stat first. Uh, the stat's kind of the buzzer beat. It's the final dagger. Von Bell, great quote from last night. And they asked him, what did you see when you saw Juju Smith-Schuster catch the ball there when he hit that big hit on him? His quote was, I saw 19, <clears throat> which is great, just his number. Another great football quote from the the weekend. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills clinched the AFC East for the first time since uh, 95, 94. Uh, He had a great quote after that said, This shirt is nice and dandy, but I want one that says effing Super Bowl champs on it. So uh, just a cool quote and another good reason why Josh Allen is really motivating the Bills there. Just kind of cool to see that they're they're focused on other things, not just winning their division. And I will leave you boys with, and ladies and ladies, if you're listening, excuse me, got to shout out the ladies always, with the stat of the night. If you stayed and you're still listening here, and it's the literal hour and 30 minute mark as I am saying this, I would like to let you know that Juju Smith-Schuster has 95 TikTok videos on his profile. And this season, he is only averaging 93 yards a game. Stat of the night. Focus on fo- I think it was that he hadn't even had over Yeah, he hasn't had, he hasn't even had 93? Okay, he, well, either. He's never had more than 93 in a game. Either. That's even worse. He's yeah, terrible. Worse. I mean, he had an awful night last night. Awful. Point and a half? He's overrated. He's just not that good. So he's never had a hundred yard. Enjoy game your dances, Juju. AB left. You're terrible. At least you were last night. He had a season high of ninety three against the old Cowboys. Freaking who day? Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Dill has a point. He was gonna say it seemed like. No, I was just say stats team gave you wrong info. It was ninety five, like your original gut feeling for the Bills. Cool. That's what I thought, baby. That's one of the ones I got right tonight. I missed like four others. Shoot or shoot, baby. Shoot or shoot. 
Thank you, Spencer, for joining. We appreciate it. Do you have any trivia before we go, I real do. quick? If we're gonna wait for a special guest, yeah, give us give us one one question here to go out on. A little Spencer. The final Rose. the final buzzer beater. Let's see if anybody can get this. Who is the first player to be drafted number one without playing college or high school basketball in the United States? Kevin Garnett. Oh no, one. Number um, one overall oh. without playing college or high school basketball in the United States. High school. Okay. Um. Okay. So then. It's got to be a the international Hakeem player. Hakeem Olajuwon. Um, high school? Who is the total bust that I'm thinking about? Um, one Darko, right? Is Darko, he, is he Darko Milicic? No. He didn't go one, Hall of did Famer. He? No, he Hall didn't. of Famer. Hall of Famer. Yes. Keja. No, 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 no. What generation Darko are wasn't one. Five. Dirk wasn't one. No. What generation? Modern. Modern. He's, got, well, he's retired, so. He's Tony retired. Parker? Nope. He won, he won one. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Ready for it? Sure. It's going to piss me off, dude. Yao Ming. Oh. He's a fake asshole thing, that's why. Golly. Dude, I'm big on Yao. We've been over You this. love Yao. I'm surprised you didn't get it. Give me another one. That one bothers me. Gosh. <laughs> this is an easy. Well, this, this one should be an easy one. What team drafted Ray Allen? The Bucks. Nope. Oh, because they traded him. Nope. Ray Allen. Nope. Oh. You're gonna be, you're gonna be pissed. <sighs> Give me a geographic location. It was the Pistons, right? And they swapped. No. Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, wow. yep. I didn't know that. Damn. You got any more that we can actually yeah. maybe get? We're maybe. No, these are great. What coach holds the record for the most consecutive years coaching a team with a 500 record or better? Greg Popovich has to be. Wow. Jerry Sloan. No. Phil Jackson. Yes. The great Phil Jackson. There we go. Yeah, I mean, gotta be. (sighs) All right. Tough. This is why I don't do trivia. I'm not good at it. (sighs) Yeah, freaking Ming, dude. God. I'm pissed I didn't get that one. Happy holidays, y'all. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. This is the Clubhouse.